I'll do one of my extra long intros because it's an anniversary episode. It's my wife's birthday. There's a lot to be thankful for. It's also almost Thanksgiving. We are showing you our faces. That was Raph's idea. I have current has he slept face. We'll have to come up with a better name for that, which means it's time for Verbal Tap, the show that proves fighting way easier from outside the cage as we will find out tonight with a live watch of Max Holloway versus Yair Rodriguez. Raph, do you think we'll ever get a chance to recreate that ambulance photo (laughs) that they created? Probably not for fighting each other in the cage, but maybe like we'll both slip on the ice back at an Illinois reunion or something. Like, how do we do that? I feel it's going to be us after an open mat one of these days when the youngins have to call in reinforcements for us. And they're like, you guys can't make it to your cars. No. All right. We called an ambulance. They'll take you guys home now. I, I was giving it like it would require something extra and not <laughs> our day-to-day lives. You're absolutely right. We'd just be training. They'd be like, all right, winner gets the, uh, the in and out burger that's left. And suddenly you and I turn up the heat. The next thing you know, we're in the back of the, yeah, food's going to have to be involved, but you're right. I mean, food is normally involved. Uh, so before we start this uh, live watch, we're, we're going to give people a couple seconds here. There was some other notable news. And I figure since we're doing an all encompassing episode, we should probably address the other pressing news that's happening in the world, which is, are you familiar with what's happening in the combat jujitsu sphere? I am. I didn't know Craigers or the Craig Jones or frequent guest on the podcast. Too frequent. Honestly, we're trying to tell him. He keeps texting us. It's like, Craig, maybe after you get slapped senselessly by Donald Cerrone, we'll chat with you after you recover. They're fighting in a combat jujitsu match. No, nothing about if they're going to go cave diving afterwards, which would be awesome. If they also did this, it's like, okay. Now we're going to teach uh, Craig Jones how to do some scuba diving. We're going to go do it out in the bottom of Lake Jackson. Anything like that would be cool. I didn't know Craigers did the slap fights. This is someone's a about first. To worked, but what a cho- you uh, <laughs> you posted it. And it seemed like you were less. I couldn't tell if you were less enthusiastic or just mocking it. <laughs> I was as excited as I've been about a grappling announcement. It was up there. Can I tell you one of the saddest things that I think I've seen in some time is uh, I put up a poll and I said, so are we doing this? Do we have to do this? Are you guys excited by it? And there was about a 60, 40 split of people who said, no, I'm not that interested, but you know, that's not bad for the internet that (laughs) by any means, that means 90% is optimism. Yes. But do you know who one of the yes votes we should do this came from? Craig? Yeah, and I thought, I was like, you know, it, it's all fun and games until you see that vote where he goes, well, I'm going to vote for me, crikey. And Free country. Uh, yeah, I just, I felt really sad. And normally I don't feel shit about any of those, but I think because it's Craig and he had to vote for himself to prove his worthiness on this poll, which by the way, should have no bearing on him. But I think he knows that I do comb those just to make sure like, well, who's voting the right way? And uh, it, it did make me feel a little bad. Who do you favor in that match? Who's the favorite? It has to be Craig, because unfortunately, as much as you figure, oh, shit, someone might get okay. slapped. Uh, I mean, Craig will just find a leg and then, you know, he's going to do one of these. And then you're going to see Cowboy do one of those where it's like, oh, we're going to go have a beer. And then we're going to do it. You know, like stuff like that is what they're going to look like, Kevin. 
how do we secretly piss Cerrone off before this? <laughs> do we have enough media contacts to actually get him uh, turned? Did I use that correctly? Yes. Is there the youth consultant for the yes, show? Yeah. <laughs> we need to get him secretly pissed off. So Craig walks in because if Donald Cerrone and one of the Diaz brothers are the most likely to take this too far and be like, I'm going to teach this grappling kid a lesson. And that's what we need to do. How do we, is there something obscure we can pull from Craig Jones that makes it seem like maybe he's taking it too far? Um, I would love to tell you that Craig Jones is somebody who would say the wrong thing, even though there's a full season of him on the ultimate fighter being an instigator. I would tell you we're actually always one degree of separation away from Donald Cerrone. And I don't know if you know this, but we have several folks or friends who could easily put us in touch with him. Okay, so now you're talking. Yep. We need to let it slip to one of those friends. Craig's really dialed this up. Okay, uh, I assume Craig's watching after the, he voted in the poll, so I'm a little <laughs> bummed he's going to see the plan, but I don't want to cut this out. Of sure. broadcast. <laughs> I'm excited about it. I can't wait because at least there is zero chance Donald Cerrone does not try and smack him before he gets heel hooked or on the way to getting heel hooked. There's a hundred percent chance Cerrone tries to land one, just a cowboy slap. And listen, nobody is rooting harder than any of us. I believe Craig's family is also rooting against him and saying, "On behalf of all of us in Australia, please slap the shit out of this man." Is uh, what I believe I've seen uh, reposted. But that is the biggest news that's happening outside of this. And for those of you who need some kind of information about this. Uh, if you think that this sort of thing can't happen in real life, just this past weekend at UFC Vegas, I think they call this one 42 is what it was referred to as. Kev, there was a real heel hook opportunity that um, it could have gone better. And it was between Chaos Williams, by the way, real legit first name change to Chaos. Just the best. And yep. Chaos uh, was going up against Miguel visa and miguel was going in on a heel hook and you know that thing happens when you're really trying to finish the heel hook but you take a few hits to the face and it's not fun and then the next round you get knocked out so not the best day at the office but it was pretty thrilling and when they asked him a little bit yeah and when they asked him at the end of his fight they're like well chaos how close was that heel hook and he goes oh it was nothing I'm like, bro, I don't think that was nothing. I mean, you could you could tell us it was okay, but those ligaments look like they might have been a little little shaky at this point. I would like to point this out to you, Kevin. Two things I learned in this fight. Actually, three. One, yes, we did learn that his middle or his actual name is legally changed to chaos. But when they were walking out, they said, like, yeah, you know, I had this surgery and it was really bad, but it was nothing like getting shot. And then they said, well, wait, can we ask a follow-up on what it's like to get shot? And he goes, you have a second question? That's a story for another day. And that's how they said it on the air. They go, nope, uh, we tried to follow up. And he said, I'll tell you that at another time. That should be a prerequisite. If you're going to change your name to chaos, <laughs> you understand what a bullet feels like. That seems fair. Any of the tough guy names, I, it's like he saw what Ron Artest did with the Meta World piece and was like, that guy's weak. I'm going to do it the opposite way. I like it. 
Number two. Are you ready? To, oh, oh, oh sorry. Just, I thought you were ramped up. Oh, I was about to. I'm like staring at Max Holloway's. I'm about to fight you face, <laughs> yeah. and I'm all amped. That's uh, the face. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Two last notes on this because I thought they were pretty significant for this reason. Number two, the referee won my heart over because it's the first time I've ever heard a referee say out loud. All right, guys, can I get you both uh, to face off at the Modelo? Like, bring yourselves to the Modelo. And I realized he was talking about the Modelo on the, the Modelo on the mat. Like, that's where he's actually telling them. So the actual branding, the marketing has made its way into the referee's commands. And I honestly wish he'd been like, head towards the Modelo and just cracked one right in the center. He's like, fight it out. <laughs> and third, I think this phraseology it made uh, the good mental health wisher inside of me feel warm and fuzzy because the referee started the round by saying, <clears throat> are you mentally and physically ready? Are you mentally and physically ready? And I thought, wow, we, have we come so far? That <laughs> it used to just be, are you ready? And the implication was, you got your cardio up? Did you make weight? You're right. This is nice. Could you imagine though if you're physically ready but you go i'm not mentally okay man i can absolutely imagine i wish more people asked me before every task i did are you mentally ready i i don't know can Give we me a minute this in like yeah, 10 minutes? How much time do, I get? do i get like a, is this like an eye poke absolutely can i'm petrified right now you're on top of it you are saying the right things because i immediately put us in that situation i thought if I get five minutes, I'm going to take it right now because I'm going to get my emotional support dog. I'm going to hold her and I'm just going to think to myself, this can only go better. Come on, let's do it. So having said all of those three things, there's to see me hit that Diaz pen. I'm just <laughs> over in the corner managing the stress. I'll be mentally ready <laughs> in two to four minutes. This is the moment when you start yelling out like, well, work for Greg Hardy, you dicks. That's not, oh man. Yeah, that will not be my <laughs> promise. <laughs> All right, Kev, I am ready to press. We'll have a couple things to talk about after this fight, but I'm stoked for it. This is everybody, just to, to give you the kind of scenery, everybody talked about this fight. Kevin's a new father. I was busy this weekend. We didn't get to see it. So we decided that many of you have seen it. And in fact, one of my good friends, Gabe Calvento, was telling me, oh, you didn't see something before me? Look at you, big shot, not watching something before him. I was like, Dick, leave me alone. I'm allowed to get one of these off every once in a while. So for your viewing pleasure, Kevin and I are going to watch it. And uh, Kev, we do this synchronized on three. Three, two, one, play. All right, I see him bouncing up, looking very aggressively uh, chill, one might say, Kevin. Yeah, you're still avoiding some eye contact. Oh, we've got touchies, and we are <laughs> fighting. So the big talk of this like whole week was Max Holloway is the best boxer in the UFC. So I want to put that into your head as we watch this, because other people have feelings about it, including one, Conor McGregor, who said, best boxer in the UFC? Is this the fight he was walking around yes. skulking his TV aggressively? Yes. And yes. You posted this is what my my uh, pizza, my pizza bites, rolls. Yeah. pizza rolls. Thank you. See at three in the morning. It's like, oh my god, that's exactly how I pace in front of the microwave. I mean, 
with the shirt Equally off. Equally as dangerous. At oh, 2 a.m., yeah. I was like, yo, I want to make fun of him, but been there. I almost called them bagel bites. So you could tell Raph and I have slightly different Absolutely. It's, it's regional part. is really what it comes down to. Uh, every time you see one of those front kicks nearly hit the throat is usually when I have the, yeah, not for me, Muay Thai people. <sighs> not for me. I mean, here's the nice part about this. We talk, ooh, nice ooh. jab. <laughs> I won. We both, we both, our faces like went a little. <laughs> right into the rib, too. I like that body shot. The body shots in MMA are always, I dig it. I, I mean, see a lot more on the ground. but So my, my thoughts uh, just within the first minute and a half is uh, already looking at Yair, and he's, he seems to, by all accounts, have won this first round by what people describe him. They said, all right, Yair's going to come out strong, but then watch the is, way that is Holloway Yair winning. Out. I don't think he's winning. Well, right now. well, that's the thing. That was what I was told right now. It looks oh. almost dead even to me. If I'm just looking at, at, at strikes, because you're seeing Max do a very good jab and he uses his reach very, very keeps well. Hitting him in the, keeps hitting him in the ribs. That shit hurts. <laughs> Oh, okay. I like these kick combinations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, years fast, fast. Like the kicks are just coming out of nowhere. But he's getting, ooh, I was about to say he's been checking them, and then he connects nicely into the calf. <laughs> so for those of you who are watching along with us right now, please feel free to throw us comments. I'm going to be trying to watch those. But for those of you who are watching this after the fact, I want you to understand that our love of Max Holloway it really can be described on the fact that every time they talk about his striking, they immediately followed up with, and he's a great guy. They always go, oh, he's doing a lot of charity. And I go, you can stay on the combinations. We don't, we, we know that. He seems like a very nice human being. I like that he's attaching his back tattoos with the front tattoos. <laughs> and this is an unbelievable exchange. I am still completely knotted up. If anything, I feel like Holloway's landed a few shots that are pretty aggressive. Understood. And I think jab, right? That mm -hmm. jab still seems like the most devastating thing I've seen. And I think we may be seeing something change. I don't know. Uh, Again, it's just nice. Ooh, that's a nice head kick that he gets. Actually, a throat kick followed by a great combination between the two. But Holloway responds equally as nice. I could not fight Yair Rodriguez for 27 seconds. (laughs) He doesn't move his face when he kicks. (laughs) He throws that foot right up without even flinching. It's amazing. And it is nice to see how quickly uh, Holloway always seems to recover off of these things. There's been a a huge note this week that says he has one of the best chins out there. And I think it was Volkanovsky who said this week that's like, "Uh, yeah, dude, that thing's going to go at some point. Like, it's a cool thing to have. But, man, at some point... That chin is going to go. I promise you that. And Yar has the back, starts to work to try and take him down. Has him kind of tripoding up. At this point, he has one hook in, and I think this might be where people are saying that Yar stole the round within this uh, this moment right now that we're seeing. So this is forty eight seconds left to go in the first round. I'll see it. I'll give him a little bit, but that's he's not doing much with the takedown currently. That's fair. So I'm really understanding at least one small principle, which is people were right. And I don't normally <laughs> say that. That's a that's a new one for me. It's just, it feels like people have been wrong for the last two years. 
They were right. This fight's awesome. Yeah, and I mean, we're going to get four more rounds of this. We know that it ends in an ambulance. Nice head kick to get out of that, by the way. (laughs) God. They just did double flying knees. Okay, does that count as a takedown? I I don't know where we're at here, but Max Holloway's on top of him in a a quarter guard. Uh, In the UWW rule set, that would actually there. So, yeah, we, we make it to the end of the first round. And uh, they're already starting to clean off the face of Yair Rodriguez while Max Holloway, uh, I'm pretty sure, is just uh, taking a gingerly uh, massage (laughs) with his friends on the side here. 145 pounds of just violence. Both of them. It's 145. I think the best part that I'm seeing on my side is the criticism that you have for the 125ers and 135ers just happened in the last minute and 30 seconds of that last round where they just rubberly bounced off each other. You see that cut underneath Yair's left eye. That thing is wicked. Yeah. Okay. Who do you have? (laughs) I, I honestly, I, if I'm giving anyone the nod, it's a slight nod to Holloway in that round. I thought that Holloway was instigating most of the exchanges. I feel like it's the person who's talking around on top. Right. Yeah, I feel like the person who's talking to me is doing that. Uh, well, he got the back, so he should have control. But I still think that you have to do more with the control with the back. There was no real submission attempt, and I mean, Max ended up getting away from it and somehow ending up on top gingerly toward the end of that round. Max gonna have to worry about that lead calf. His left leg calf. Oh, I guess he can switch stances pretty well as he just did, but that left that left calf is getting a little red. Yeah, and now they're starting to talk about all these different statistics that Max Holloway leads off of. Like, they keep inventing new things that he's done. Did you know that Max Holloway has the most strikes from space? And I go, sure, yeah, okay, no, I know he's really good. Is is that a stat that we've been using for a while? Uh, oh, so Yair <laughs> just won two exchanges, and he has that that little left hook, left hook, left cross that keeps hitting right in the... Uh, essentially when he switches back to his goofy stance. But then again, this is why Holloway's one of the tougher fighters to judge, mm. right? Just the way he exchanges, he he looks like he gets hit, but he always swings. He's so long. It's an awesome fight. And what's yeah, up, Matthew? Yeah, Thank you for watching all. Yeah. Yair <laughs> is, is very resilient, and we've seen how, even within this, dude, it, it's like you're looking at him. It, Jude. Who the hell just shrugs off of a combo assault? <laughs> Literally just goes, nah. And we've seen direct combinations from from both now with that front leading jab. Oh, man, the spinning back kick. Spinning back kick is one of those things where you're just like once in my life. I feel like it's like dunking a basketball. It's like, could I do it? Can I just throw one? I don't need not at anyone. Don't be ridiculous. But. <laughs> Just could I stand upright and do a spinning back kick? That's awesome. Did I ever tell you that one of the first days I worked with Milton, he like wanted to see my stance and then he goes, Oh, okay, cool. You can do a roundhouse like that. And I go off of what evidence? And he goes, yeah, yeah, you can do a roundhouse. I was like, um, first of all, it's not happening. Second of all, I think that makes you a terrible coach. I'm no longer working with you, sir. That's the Joe Rogan. I miss the one that's just teaching people to do spinning back kicks and not like, Trying to, trying to prescribe people certain <laughs> horse medications. It's like, is your dick not working? You need to eat nothing but deer and listen to my regimen. It's like, man, 
That's Roman. Stay so, in your lane. I'm going to tell you this right now. I don't know if you he used to really be able to teach a good kick. So look at this back over on the side. We're putting up uh, books or things that I want people to kind of like pay attention to. And okay. I haven't, I haven't announced this. Eddie Bravo wrote a book. He did. And guess what? The first 50 pages on mastering the rubber guard. Let me just take you to all of this. Kev, the introduction legitimately is why weed is good. You don't get to stretching until page 40 because the rest of it is his thoughts on why weed made him better at jujitsu and why you should also do weed. Well, tune in for December's book club. I'm reading that. (laughs) But while we have a second, I want to point this out. Eddie Bravo. This is how old this book is. Forward by Joe Rogan, host of NBC's Fear Factor. That's how old this book is, that they still refer to him as the host of Fear Factor. I love it. I'm in. I recently had someone be like, you should listen to Rogan, man. I think it would really help you broaden your perspective. (laughs) Oh, no. I want to point this out. They just gave a stat on the show where they said it was 36 leg strikes for one Rodriguez. This is an absolute brawl. I'm understanding why it ends in an ambulance for mm-hmm. for sure. I can't believe he's his cuts holding up in this round, though. The, yeah, not as much connectivity in this one. I, I to me, the biggest thing Holloway's doing is just going to the body. It's awesome. And he's very consistent with it. Like he's landing on this. The one thing that upsets me, and I think we were, you were alluding to this by talking about the kick, uh, the kick region is I was like, dude, his reach. If you're doing a jab, you're trying to figure out where you're going to come in and hit. The last thing you want when you figure out that reach with that jab is to know the distance they can fucking roundhouse you at. Uh, in oh. between these next two, let's do bad takes on this fight. Yeah. Because <laughs> this is that another, how many thrown, like we've had at least seven flying knee attempts. And if, <laughs> if you only use that to gauge if a fight's fun, you'd find pretty good success. How many flying knees were thrown? More than five? Awesome fight. There's also something great about being like, I only like fighters who land flying knees oh i don't know that it's almost an arm bar yeah <laughs> hey i dig it <laughs> okay i yair a little bit i can see an argument for that round okay and but so far okay bad takes okay not enough jujitsu here around not at Just all not seeing good no. ground game seeing terrible <laughs> takedown terrible takedown defense and uh what was that was that an alma plata attempt too sweaty yeah, I want to say this. I don't think there's been enough compliments of their tattoos yet. I'll say it. The broadcast team, Felder, you think he'd be the first person to compliment somebody's tattoos? Nope, not doing it. Felder, you know you used to watch LA Inc., just like the rest <laughs> of us. Give us a little shout out here. <laughs> um, further on, we're doing bad takes currently. Yes, yes, please. Captured it and you're like, these people are insane. Not seeing the effort I'd like to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For a for a five round fight, I think you really have to pace yourself. And what I'm seeing is just all out guts and glory. Mm-hmm. Terrible move by both fighters. I'd like to Terrible see both move. of these fighters use more anti cardio because I feel like yeah. they're just wasting all of their energy by doing stuff. That's a good tech on the grappling, <laughs> grappling tactic. <laughs> Lock right. him down. <laughs> we're now at the top of round number three, and we're already seeing. Both of these gents not wasting it a minute of time. And let's be clear. 
when we're talking about how good both of these gentlemen are, like Yair is going straight into all of Max's range and does not care. Eats another, another flying fly knee. knee. <laughs> another flying <laughs> knee. They have 10 seconds gone by without a punch being thrown. No, I don't think so. In fact, this is probably the slowest period is Max pushing him up against the cage just to be like, yo, yo, bro, can I get uh, like 10 seconds of rest, man? It'd be cool if I could do that. That'd be great. And then tries to knee him in the face. (laughs) That is the right strategy. I also wonder if you're one of these two fighters, do you just kind of figure at this moment or does it happen later where you realize I'm probably going to the hospital? No, I think I if I had to guess, if you asked both fighters, they'd be like, oh, we knew in round one. We knew it was going to be a hospital type fight <laughs> by the fourth flying knee. That's what they'd say. They'd quote the flying knee theory. Ooh, nice. Another knockdown. <clears throat> OK, Holloway is back. Hold on. I'm seeing. Well, I wouldn't call it grappling yet. No, I'd call it what Donald Cerrone thinks he's going to do to Craig Jones. Hey, that, now we're actually getting to grappling. How dare you grappling, say that? Look at this. Uh, my bad take theater. We'll have to do this again. I also like how easily Yair got out of that. Like uh, Yair saw it had an arm triangle and he just goes, I choose no. Look, Holloway's heart's not in it. You know, he can do anything he puts his mind to. And his <laughs> mind is to punch it. It's not currently to a head and arm choke. Well, that is fun. That is not how he is winning this fight. Unnecessary. And let's Look at be, that. Let's remind people though that uh, in this the the exchange that happened from my perspective is Yair's doing so much movement. It looked more like he slipped than really actually got knocked down. And that Max just said, "Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll work from here. This sounds good." And has just been relentless up on top. Now actually is almost in the possibility of taking the back from that kind of mount position. Uh, It seems like he's going into that. He's got one leg trapped. And And he's doing that thing where he punches him in the back of the head. Even though you're not allowed to. But when you're on the ground, they don't give a shit. Bro, when it's such a fire fucking match, nobody gives a shit anymore. Well, I bet Yair's like, please (laughs) hit the back of the head. Watch out for that cut under my left eye. (laughs) Because Yair doesn't seem to process pain the same way um, a normal human should. A hot take here. Hot take here. Do you think Yair, even though back is compromised, is kind of grateful for the rest that he's getting in this moment? They are both taking a much heated advice from us at this moment. They're like, we're going to die at this pace. But even the grappling exchanges, there's still punches being thrown. And now we have a transition from they're extremely sweaty, extremely bloody. It's going to be hard to keep any position unless that's your goal and that's not holloway's goal right now he's supposed to punish rodriguez and knock Uh, him out so he is now taken to a north south and now he's kind of in that wrestling position stall this looks like the first time they've breathed this entire fight and 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 holloway's still at kneeing him as they get up that eye looks terrible yeah yeah your whole face is starting to cry like all of it just has cuts everywhere and firing back with another kick i think that's a good lesson to learn Take down yeah. from Yair after he does nothing but just try and destroy him. They're both back up, but good God. She, trying to call this fight from a radio perspective and a commentary perspective, pretty challenging. Did John Anik explode? Was it John Anik? Uh, did you just see his head going, <laughs> It's the other non-John Anik uh, with Bisping and, and Felder. And I was watching some of the other fights on the prelims, and I realized, I was like, do I dislike this team the least 
you know how I feel about Paul Miller. It really <clears throat> angers me. I'm full mute because even just hinting at this fight, I started to hear him doing oh his God. dry toast analysis. He is, if somebody ordered toast and it was like, did you want butter? <laughs> no, that's Paul Felder when he goes to start doing analysis. <laughs> Holloway's a great fighter. He's one of my good friends and tops in the business. No one greater on the planet from Hawaii. Big, awesome guy. Yair, another good friend of mine, cousin, actually, my aunt's side. It's weird. <laughs> Love him. Great ground game. Gren, not a better human. Can't wait for this fight. It's like Paul Felder is a robot that and, was put here to not offend anyone but me. And even if he makes it all the way through that sort of uh, documentation, even if you go, could you please cut back on talking about how much you know these fighters? We get it. You don't you know these jelly, guys. Some honey, a little peanut butter. It's like, nope, we burn it. <laughs> I just like that he hear that and go, okay. oh, okay. There's a guy. I want to talk about that guy in green in the audience. I'm pointing yeah. at you. I don't know why I'm oh, doing God. that. The guy <laughs> in the green that was just standing up applauding while the rest were on their asses is right. He's right. The rest of you are wrong. Stand up. What you are witnessing is greatness. Another flying knee right uh, to the chest. Yeah, these flying knees and kicks. Uh, yeah, it kind of like I get it. It was a little bit of a punch. Uh, like a force after it. I don't really think the impact of just getting struck was the the problem. I think he just kind of like pushed him from that moment and then he's tripped. <coughs> and we would, of course, play this image along, but you can join us. ESPN Plus. We're now at 2105.06. Yair's eye. They've just glued it back together. They put a little glue on the stick before they tell anybody. <laughs> All right, we're about to go in there. Significant strikes, 4158, 6553, 5228. And on this one, it seems like Rodriguez uh, had a very good showing in that first one in terms of strike output. And then the second one, third, it belonged to Holloway. Max Holloway is looking, <clears throat> looking like he put glasses on to disguise himself as Max Holloway. He, his whole, he's getting peppered. He's not cut yet because he's not made like that. He doesn't bleed. You know what they need to do? You know how they have um, the pictures before presidents become presidents and after presidents? I think there needs to be photos of Max Holloway before he entered the UFC and after he finishes in the UFC. One of your better ideas. I can't believe you threw that away halfway through this. I don't know how long we've been on the air, but you should cut that out. (laughs) We'll definitely put that out there. Uh, We now – look – Everybody's chiming on this. The people love the fights over on uh, the Twitter sphere. And again, this is round four. Kev, like output should be significantly less at this point. We've talked about being able to vote for a round six. Like we overwhelmingly as fans, everyone's just like, nope, Dana, write the check. We'll all buy your next terrible pay-per-view card. (laughs) We're in. Send us whoever, but just give us one more round. Speaking of which, we, we have something to talk about at the very end of the fight on this. But look at this. Extra grappling. You ask for it, and you shall receive. Yeah. That's that kind of uh, guillotine. Holloway just guillotined him to the ground. You know, and that means it was in. That means that guillotine was tight. He had his elbow lifted on the other side. And Yair did what you do, which is freak out and move backward until they hopefully are on top of you and can't keep cranking on your neck and kevin i'll say this 
that guillotine may not be effective in the submission, but I think it did what it was intended to do, which was to make a motherfucker go to the back on the ground. <laughs> hey, hey, it worked as a takedown, no less, and a submission attempt. But okay, right now, I'm, I'll just give you your little credit. He's got a nice knee in. Normally, when you see when someone wearing the double ankle bracelets, it means they can't grapple. He obviously can. <laughs> is he trying to heel hook him right now? He is definitely trying to attack it the leg looks there. Like, okay, yes. <laughs> Little uh, little quick anaconda guard that did not work because again they're sweaty with gloves and Holloway quite good at quite good at the grappling arts. It's gonna be hard to grab like that. Let's talk about the recent output from Max Holloway. Is he on his back now? He kind of is on his back, but now he's yeah he's oh, kind so. of given over to that. Oh, good regard, almost into a triangle, but Holloway too evasive. Now starting to work the pass, grabs the legs. Starts trying to push them over to the side, but unfortunately takes a, maybe an axe kick or two. Doesn't really seem phased and is past the guard effectively and is working to take the back again, Kev. But does not seem at all worried about this. So you, you and I must, I mean, at least our theory, and we call it bad takes and I'll take extra credit because it was a horrible take now that we watched <laughs> high level grappling for most of the fourth <laughs> round that there wasn't enough. These two look so comfortable where they are and knowing what's going on in the fight. I don't think either of them worried about getting submitted. No, and I want to point this out. I was kind of bringing up uh, this maybe a couple seconds ago, but the output from Holloway has been win over Calvin Cater. Uh, losses, two losses back-to-back versus Volkanovski. Win over Frankie Edgar. Loss over Dustin Poirier. Like, the dude is giving you the most bang for your buck, I think, in the past several uh, of his fights. Before that, two wins over Jose, Anthony Pettis, Ricardo Lamas, uh, Charles Oliveira. I mean, wins over all of these guys, it's pretty impressive. And then, of course, Brian Ortega, just in case we forgot that fight existed. Oh, no, I poke Kevin. I pokesies. I pokesies. It happens. I think this is more of like, it was close to my eye. Everybody just breathe. We need a minute. (laughs) Let's let's put in a man. Look at Yair's face. Oh, my God. The guy is, uh, his toughness is not in question. I think you bring up a good thing, which is we used to talk about fighters and we always do. We don't have a ranking for it, but just most exciting. Like who's got the must watch mantle for Irish people. It's Conor McGregor. Also for people, you know, currently charged with a misdemeanor and for everybody else right now. I mean, we were talking about Donald Cerrone earlier. I think he had the title for a long time. Poirier was right up there, especially during their, their younger, angrier, wilder years. Max Holloway's probably got the title right now. Max should be appointment television. I, I am frankly relieved and very pleased they gave this to us uh, for free. This is, they don't. The UFC, they have back-to-back cards, and we're just watching recency bias. You've heard us talk about this because every week right now we're seeing one of the best UFC fights of the year because we're seeing a lot of high-quality fights. And... Ooh, that was a connected, <laughs> another flying knee that he turned into. Also, I don't know what you call it. Just a, a left ninja kick. <laughs> yes. Looked like, looked like a Mortal Kombat move. It looked like you did up, up triangle. Just wham. I want to also bring this up to you because I think this is one of the things that I keep thinking about, which is if it looks like somebody took an iron to the inside of your eye, Maybe kicks are the way to go because you go, please don't get near me. I really don't want to get punched anywhere in this facial region. And these, these two, 
we're going to need to see this fight again. I'm, I'm afraid we're going to want you two to roll this back. <laughs> and this is not a title fight, which is crazy. No. And on the opposite side, on paper, this shouldn't be as competitive for at least one Max Holloway. I mean, Max was coming in as the favorite. A lot of people thought he was going to put on a performance. But Yair has wins over BJ Penn, which, I mean, don't we all at this point? Uh, he has a loss against Frankie Edgar, uh, a win over Chan Sung Jung, uh, no contest with Jeremy Stevens. Don't know if you guys remember that one, but that was an accidental eye poke that rendered Stevens unable to continue. And then he ends up beating Stevens in the rematch. But if you look at this and you think, man, this dude's been off for two years, not fighting, you should think to yourself, I mean, Holloway's been really consistent. He should probably put him away. And yet it's a nice sort of uh, testament towards Yair's resolve and ability to like rally within a fight. Because I'll tell you guys, I'm like a week and a half of no training and I got out of the shower and I was winded today. And I thought, oh, that doesn't bode well for when I go back. Their their cardio is it's impressive. I mean, they're 145 pound people. Or I guess 165 pound at this. So I'm not gonna go crazy. <laughs> sure. But, yeah. All right. This is the fifth and final round, and it starts with a hug. Look at these guys. You can already tell they're gonna be friends in the ambulance. And we've been talking about this, but you want to be a UFC fighter. Our last two are we the last two guests we've had, um, both Fatima and Jenna do this stuff for fun and because they love it. Same with the, and you see them getting that cold press on the cut beforehand. That's the moment where it's like, it's always fun when you're not having that moment. Ooh, ooh, the, and look, toughness. Yair was probably told by his corner. You do not want to let this go to the decision. And he is responding in kind. These combinations right now at just the first minute of the fifth round are spicy. And I know you brought up Jenna Bishop. We are happy to report she just won her fight at LFA last weekend. It was a nail biter. Like, talk about good fights to good fights. That was something to behold, Kev. Second fight in a month. And she was excited. It was a very close fight. Speaking of close fights, this is something that's interesting. I mean, obviously you look at Elbow it and you think, Yair, punch, punch. Oh, quick handholds. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> you think to yourself as you're watching this, okay, uh, if Holloway plays a little bit of a conservative game, he's got this, shouldn't be a problem. But Yair is just, he turned it up and this has been a very good output from him so far. And it's making... Holloway have to pick his shots and now be a little bit of a bully here. Yair leads the league in. No, you can push me back and then throws a knee. He's good. <laughs> he's not He's not being thrown backward. That is a ploy. He's trying to trap you. <laughs> That's actually a really good point. He, every time he's been pushed back, he just uses it as a way to generate the movement he needs to fly into your face with his knee. Yeah, this is an exciting. I'm glad this was our rewatch. Um, yeah. You know, we do it every 12 to 18 months. You know, I mean, listen, kids, if we're going to watch something, we're really going to use our powers for good. And I believe the people when they said this was a good fight, there were too many people whose opinions that I trust who said you guys will enjoy this fight. And I have to say to be able to watch it for the first time with Kevin, many of you, it's exciting. Whoa. Oh, shit. Was that a backflip kick that now granted ended with him on bottom getting elbowed from, from a pretty aggressive half mount, but 
I believe that was a backflip, a spinning backflip yep. yep. kick, which is pretty effing athletic. You know, I think he just uh, decided to one up Peter Yan a couple weeks ago, who windmilled his way into a pretty good knockdown and then Ooh. said, I'll add a kick in it. Look at this butterfly okay. regarding he Kev. Used, he just used one of my, yeah, you just used one of my favorite old guy jujitsu tricks, though. <laughs> Waited for the shift and just underhooked his way to freedom. Max Holloway has to keep his 10th planet card. He's not going to give that up. Let's point this out. This is really just trying to show us up that like, Hey, the rest of you guys who do a fight that you can't grapple for the last two minutes. These guys are both extremely, uh, what appear to just be comfortable, skilled grapplers. Oh, God. Interesting. I mean, Max Holloway, that's a stupid quote, but I didn't know about Yair. That's spinning back. Right. They're like, right Oh there. yeah, he's been a black belt since he was 18. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Now we're at the point where I can see a little bit of the exhaustion for the first time and rightfully so. But if you can make it 25 minutes uh, and not really get too tired until the last minute, uh, I think I think we can give you a little bit of a pass here. <laughs> and, and both of them do not look good. No, we've hit that point where Raf's Raf's comparison of can I see what they were at zero seconds <laughs> and see what they are now because it always looks like the police before and after photo. It's like we were searching for this person and we found him. Boom. Oh no, we have another eye poke. Uh, you know, at this point, I think they're just asking for the eye pokes. Who got the pokesies? I think this time it's Max. Max got it. They're going to show it right now. And oh, right in the nude. Okay. Let me just say this. If you want to go with a big finish, it's the time to do the eye poke. It is the time. It's the time to poke. Last 46 seconds, Kevin. Have you scored any of this the whole time? Or have you just watched it? Because you may know the result. And have just enjoyed it doing like that. I'm just enjoying it. But you know my hatred for some of the I would really I probably should invest in learning how to actually judge, but I like the pride rules. I'm just taking it at fight value. To me, Max Holloway's winning this fight. I think he has really almost finished him a few times, but you know, that's not possible with all people. Yeah, here's one of those people. He is not not a finishable person. Holloway's winning this fight, though. He's won the exchanges. He's really been just bullying him around if you called everything else even the Mm -hmm. bullying and the pushing him up and the initiating has been aggressive i do appreciate that they already started to hug in the last few seconds how do you not respect someone by (laughs) by minute by minute 11 of whatever this was this was an artistic war tattoos blood and scratches this is not a red hot chili peppers album it's a damn good fight <laughs> well let me tell you the scorecards uh the scorecards from derek sal and ron starting 34 25 derek sal and ron so it's many saints of newark extras cool <laughs> hit me the first one is going to be uh over here derek scored it 48 47 for holloway giving him round one three and four then Sal D'Amato is going to go Holloway 49-46, giving him the first four rounds, last round going to one Yair. And Ron McCarthy doing it 48-47, 
giving Holloway rounds two, three, and four. So the one consistent that they all come to a consensus on is, is that Yair won round five. Everything else is just a Yahtzee board game at that point. Okay. Uh, okay. That I'm looking at that guillotine replay. That thing was yeah. closer than I thought. Now, I think that was even after my neither one's worried about getting submitted. Comment. <laughs> right around. So having said that, Kevin, even if you were scoring it and, and were set to do that, you'd have to Signature look at your head strikes. 143 to 110, 62 to 32 in the body, 33 to 57 leg kicks. Yeah, you ruled that mm-hmm. ground control time is not close. It is five minutes more. Max Holloway won this fight. Every conceivable category yeah. except leg kicks. And he even won it in bromance. <laughs> he gave him the most bromance. There was the most empathy, the most kindness, the most emotional intelligence. We don't talk about that enough. Oh, no. And especially if you start fights by asking if people are physically and mentally ready, I think emotional intelligence should be uh, replacing hurt. octagon right. factor. Expand your judging category, Dana. <laughs> So here's some good news. We know that this goes for Max Holloway. I do want to bring up a couple of things real quick. So obviously they go, to, up. Uh, they go to the, uh, the ambulance a little bit later. They have their celebration together. But Kev, one thing that Max did point out was he goes, Hey brother, we got the 50 K bro. We did it brother. Now that sounds great. But did you know something happened over the past week? About what? the UFC and Endeavor, their parent daddy company, uh, posting record recovery since the pandemic with major profits, Kevin. Really? Mm-hmm. So, you know, when Dana White was asked about this and they said, are you going to raise any of the, I don't know, fight bonuses? Because if you do fight inflation. Fight percentage. You should be raising how much you pay the fighters overall to match the NBA, the NFL at 60% to 50% of the revenue. And it is like less than 20. Yep. Less than 10. Well, in there. it says here that Endeavor swung a profit last quarter of sales up to more than 60% to nearly 1.4 billion last quarter. And it said uh, the company, which went public in April, posted, uh, posted a net profit of 63.6 million from a 21.8 million loss before and it says of its main three business units the ufc led business sports property saw a revenue of 288 million now down 10.6 million on a one-time 25 million contract termination fee and with more events being held this year partially offset by strong growth across live events so you know what this tells me kevin they should write a one million dollar check to both of these fighters right (laughs) now couldn't agree more. That's what I'd do if I was the CEO of Greed Bark or whatever the hell they call themselves. <laughs> it just tells me that Uncle Dana can afford some fucking fight bonuses if the company is doing that. And it does look like right now uh, Endeavor is uh, looking for bidders. Oh, oh God. do you yeah, see Yair's foot? Yeah. Close up, close up of the foot at 3831. Someone, <laughs> I understand, okay, it's really funny to be like, oh, he's going to the hospital, why? Is it to get stitches? Maybe. Definitely needs them on probably both eyes. <laughs> Is it just to get his head checked out? Maybe. Oh, he's got a broken right foot from kicking Max Holloway's. 
um, north of a hundred times. Yep. All right. Well, we learned a lot from that. Um, Kev, I kind of wanted to circle through uh, to do two things. Number one, what are your overall thoughts of this fight? Like, why is this fight going to be something that compels you to watch it again? Because I feel like you did see it. You did process it. But what are you looking to see when you watch it again? First, his I always like the connection and call out. But Max Holloway's having a sweet moment with his family. This is... All hyperbole turned up to 10. The greatest fight I've seen this year. This is unbelievable. From the grappling exchanges towards the latter half of the fight, which is an unusual time to see that, to just the all-out effort. And back to, I jokingly talked about it, now more seriously, the flying knees. Ref, this is as close as we get to Mortal Kombat. When Liu Kang does the thing where he can bicycle (laughs) kick across. And you're like, this is unbelievable. I I have not seen a fight with that much athleticism and just all around talent in a while. And to see Yair, Yair's got to be up in the toughness categories. This isn't even Volkanovsky owns this division. So you, you just get to bask in some excitement of, all right, well, We'll find out the damage done to Max Holloway, but he's right in line to fight for the title again. And I feel damn good about Yair's shots at the title as well. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, I, I don't I don't give a shit how they, they do anything with that division. I think if they just put uh, all the names in a hat and just draw two names, I'm just fine with whoever they make fight each other at this point. <laughs> Actually, back to Connor. You think he could make 145? It's like his wealth has come with a certain appetite. It seems like that was my other. I was like, man, what are you talking about? You're going to try and get Holloway up to a catch weight. Well, you bring up a good point because this was starting to circle toward my last topic that at least I had written down. There may be something you have. I don't know, but um, I don't know if you saw Connor started a new, a new feud. And this was one that I didn't know that I necessarily I'm needed. I'm just glad you didn't say podcast. I thought you were about to say podcast. I was like, he's got another feud then. He's got a, he's got both. But, oh, just another feud? Thank God. Go ahead. Don't you come from me, podcast. Uh, no, this one is uh, he has decided to weigh in on one Shale Sonnen. Ouch. Because he's angry about the Oprah videos, I bet. Yes, clearly. He was like, don't interview Adele. Adele has nothing on me. I can sing all her songs. I meant just Chael doing those in-house discussions where he's, but I like your take on it as well. (laughs) Yeah, he's just physically angry about the Oprah show as well. Yes, yes. Uh, Adele's uh, concert from Griffith Park that's now available on Paramount Plus. I get no money off of that. I'm looking forward to it. Yes, I am too. I would tell you this. Apparently, you get Chael who goes, man, Connor's really turning into a rich weirdo. And you had Connor who responded by saying, like, says the poor fucking weirdo. And, like, then he goes, what are you you talking about? Like, what are you poor? Like, dude, sit down. Stop being a jerk. Nobody cares about you. And they just started going at each other. And I thought, it's kind of sad because this isn't a fight you can see. So now... It's a fight I'd watch. It is a fight I'd watch. I actually like Chael's chances in that a lot. I do too, because Chael could actually get a takedown 
And as we've yeah. seen, that could spell doom for Conor McGregor in a number of scenarios. But, but Kev, so if you do the math and you figure out, like, maybe that match can't actually happen, doesn't that mean it can happen for the trash talk forever now? Have we opened up a new door of something that we could see them having one of those feuds they occasionally revisit and remember they hate each other every two months or so? Because to me, seeing this happen is I go, well, wait, Chael was one of the first people to do trash talk that seemed offensive. And then, yeah, he pissed off all of Brazil. Oops, who hasn't? And then Connor seemed to take that baton and make it into his own. So it almost seems like, how did this not happen years ago? And also, wait, what does this mean now? I'm still auditioning to do a Stephen A. Smith-like show with Chael Sonnen. Refs, I can't go too deep into this. <laughs> but I guess I'll chalk it up to I don't care theater. We've got to get Connor focused. Like, which genre are you going to go after? Celebrity boxing? Because could you shoot a little higher than Chael? Or is there a celebrity MMA feud about coming to uh, ESPN near you? I don't think so. I think you bring up a good point. And I don't know if uh, it was, uh, we keep saying his name wrong and I have no problem saying a name wrong, obviously on this show, but um, Cam's Matt, whatever you want to call him. Chimev. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. He recently put up a, a photo of saying like, I want to fight both the Paul brothers in the same night. But what he did is he put both of their heads on like, heads uh headboards that you keep for animals that you've shot while hunting but then he has this shotgun in his hands like he's got a gun in his hands uh so he's got this gun in his hands and he's got the two heads on that thing like he basically shot them from hunting and i thought why do you need the gun in this case like it inadvertently says you need a gun to handle both of these guys and i don't think that's the case here dude feels like soviet logic in general just sort of russian logic I'm not sure where it balances, but I also saw that and was like, too far. Just doesn't feel, I mean, do you want to fight them or do you want to hunt them? Like, it's a different thing. And once it crosses a border, you're welcome to tell me if I'm wrong. It felt a little romantic. It felt like <laughs> we've crossed from I want to fight you to please come hang out with me. Like, <laughs> it's the saddest. It's somebody really, really uh, trying to say, hey, guys. Please check in on me. Just ask if I'm doing okay. That's really all I'm asking for Shoot right me a now. Text. He's just playing Adele on the loop in the background <laughs> and not in a fun way like we are. The next thing you know, they're going to do a thing where they pull him aside and they're going to go, are you mentally and physically okay to continue? And he's going to go, I, I, my heart been smash can no longer continue. Well, like any anniversary, Raph, I've gotten too intoxicated to move any further. Kidding. It's time to wrap, right? Yeah, We're done. We rewatched. Give all shout outs and props to our most recent episodes. Go we check did. out. I mean, we've done. We've had some really fun convos, some really fun UFC predictions. and talked to some uh, badass people. Yep. And guys, uh, if you like these things, let us know. Give us feedback in the comments. You know, you can always tag us on the social media. I will bring those to Kevin's attention if they deserve it. I try to keep the stalkers away from him because, you know, it's not really the best comments that we get. But for the most part, a lot of you guys are really nice and send us very, very complimentary things. So it's been a fun thing. Kevin and I are already starting to figure out what we're going to do for season 10 in terms of guests so don't be surprised if you see a couple names getting floated around or brought back on 
You never know who Season stops 10. by the shed. We're like friends. <laughs> oh, God. Wouldn't that be so great if we get fucking right things? If we get somebody from NBC that goes, we'll pay you one million dollars to stop her episode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yep, yep, we're no back. Way. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much for watching. Kevin, do your closing and I'll do mine. That'll do it for us tonight. Good night. Kevin, thanks for listening. And good fight. Ended the broadcast, sir. you have dialed has been changed. The new number is, please note, the new number is